Welcome to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank that brings you market views and insights on the go. Hello and welcome to Standard Chartered Money Insights. My name is Manish Shiradi, Senior Investment Strategist. We've just released the weekly market view and on today's episode of the podcast, we'll discuss the US Federal Reserve tapering, the recent rise in yields and other developments, including the impact on various asset classes. Joining me today for this conversation, I'm glad to welcome Abhilash Narayan, Senior Investment Strategist. Without further ado, let's get started. Abhilash, the stars seem to be finally aligning for the US Federal Reserve to begin tapering. What are your thoughts? Uh, Thanks, Manish. Uh, Glad to be back. And yes, absolutely. Uh, If you look at the minutes from the Fed's last meeting, uh, they illustrated that policymakers are, uh, you know, uniting around, you know, starting bond purchase taper in the next one or two months and completing that by mid December, mid 2022. Uh, If you look at the recent economic data that's come through, that would only serve to strengthen the conviction. Now, economic data or employment data last week may have uh, disappointed relative to expectations, but job gains may have been sufficient, uh, you know, to not stand in the way of tapering. And if you look at CPI, uh, yes, we can talk about the the fact that supply chain disruptions arguably remain a temporary driver, but we think that the rise in long-term inflation expectations could help uh, cement the tapering expectations. In fact, the markets are now pricing in a rate hike by late 2022. Um, And while that may spark a a bit of concern among investors, we do note that rate hikes usually do not stand in the way of equity market gains till monetary policy becomes outright tight. So what are the implications of Fed tapering on equity and bond markets? So let me start with bond markets. Now, uh, we've seen 10-year Treasury yields uh, move higher in the past uh, few weeks, and that appears to be following uh, the pattern we've seen in prior tapering instances where yields rise sharply before the tapering announcement itself, but after the announcement has actually happened, uh, you know, historically yields have traded in a sideways range. Now, this time we believe, uh, you know, it could be slightly different because the market expectations of, you know, timing and uh, pace of Fed rate hikes uh, you know, could push 10-year yields uh, slightly higher even after the tapering announcement. Uh, now, in terms of bond asset classes, we believe that, you know, developed market high-yield corporate bonds and Asian US dollar bonds are well-positioned to outperform given the recent spread widening, uh, which is effectively cheapening of valuations, uh, low interest rate sensitivity, and positive correlation with corporate uh, profitability. Uh, from an equities point of view, we think that uh, the tapering will lead to a further rotation into value sectors. You know, as such, we believe that it's attractive to rebalance from relatively high multiple sectors such as internet and technology and uh, you know, rotate into a preferred value style sectors such as energy and financials. Now, if you look at the, uh, the rise in crude oil prices that we have seen, uh, as demand continues to uh, recover and uh, global economy reopens, uh, the the surge in crude oil prices definitely provides a tailwind for energy sector equities. Uh, and you know, Q3 earnings has just recently started, uh, and we've seen that financials have you know started off fairly strong. Uh, so that again is, is supportive for our positive view on financials. Now, uh, it is possible that we do see some volatility uh, as tapering uh, is announced or commences. Uh, and markets reassess long-term policy rate outlook. 
However, we would see this as an opportunity to add exposure to equities. What about currencies? Does risk reward favor a higher US dollar from here? Yeah, I mean, it has been a frustrating uh, year for US dollar bears. Uh, Fundamental uh, bearish US dollar drivers in form of relative yield differentials have been still in place. But uh, we've seen that the dollar has moved slightly higher this year rather than lower. Uh, And, you know, U.S. exceptionalism has lasted for longer than what we and markets expected. But we think that we may be in the final stages of, uh, you know, U.S. attraction or, you know, frustrated bear capitulation. Uh, If you look at uh, the global central banks, uh, several central banks have already started to hike rates. Some arguably, you know, are more hawkish than others. And if Fed uh, reinforces the average inflation targeting policy and only hikes in end of 2022, we think US dollar is going to struggle to break higher. And thus, we believe that the risk reward in chasing US dollar higher from here is actually poor. Now, in terms of currencies we like, we think that the recent uh, increase in LNG prices, coal prices have greatly improved Australia's terms of trades. And while Australian dollar has strengthened on this, we think there's room for it to rise even further. Uh, High oil prices and rising bond yields have opposite impact on on Japan. Um, And uh, dollar yen has surged to a three-year high. Now, we expect uh, dollar yen to run into strong technical resistance at 114.5 to 115.5 range and then fall in line with the US dollar. Okay, before I let you go, let me quickly ask you one last question. What are the signposts we should be watching for that Asian high-yield credit spreads are peaking or widening further? Yes, clearly. I mean, the stresses in uh, Asian high-yield bond sector have intensified over the past week as Evergrande missed the third bond payment. And more developers uh, either missed or, you know, uh, shared warnings of mis- uh, missing upcoming bond payments. And, you know, Chinese high-yield bonds continue to weaken as we saw a sell-off across the property sector, regardless of quality or, or the actual rating. Now, the good thing is that the sell-off seems to be largely contained in the high-yield uh, property sector in China. Uh, in terms of, you know, what are the signposts to look out for or signs which may signal a peak in spreads, we think there are three things to watch out for. The first is uh, either significant weakness in economic data in China or signs of widening social unrest, which may prompt authorities to step in. Uh, second would be a reversal of uh, city and province-specific property tightening policy. Uh, and third would be a targeted policy measure to support the property sector. Now, we have a stronger or clear view, clearer view on the 12-month horizon as we continue to believe that Asian high-yield bonds are likely to perform well. And there are two reasons uh, that we think it's uh, it's still an attractive asset class on a 12-month horizon. First, uh, if you look at the long-term history of U.S. and European credit markets, we've generally seen that credit spreads peak before the defaults actually peak. Uh, now, if we see a similar sort of uh, scenario play out in Asia, it is very likely that credit spreads peak uh, in the coming few months should a policy catalyst uh, be forthcoming. And secondly, if you look at credit spreads of double B rated Asian high yield bonds, they're currently wider than even the triple C rated uh, bonds in US, which is the lowest bucket within the high yield itself. Uh, and while sentiment can explain this in near term, we think that such discrepancies rarely last long. So, you know, 
we favor retaining exposure to Asian high yield bonds uh, within a well-diversified allocation. Thanks again, Abhilash, for joining our conversation today. That is all for this episode of Standard Chartered Money Insights. If you would like to learn more or read our publications, please visit our website at sc.com under Market Insights. As a reminder, if you enjoyed our discussion, please rate and review us wherever you get your podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Thank you for listening to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank. For more details on the latest market insights, subscribe to Standard Chartered Money Insights.